Welcome to the Health Coach Approach with Emma podcast, episode number 32, here to chat all things holistic health and wellness to empower, educate, and enable you in becoming your healthiest, happiest, and highest self. So this really is real talk about wellness that actually works, that's practical, that's effective for you and for your life and your lifestyle. My desire here is really to share the latest and greatest, um, as well as the ancient in wellness to create calm in your mind, happiness in your heart and freedom in your body. I'm Emma and the founder of the Health Coach Approach Business, which is a wellness coaching and consulting agency that is a provider of wellness programs for individuals, workplace and corporate, as well as for gyms and fitness centers. I deliver evidence-based and research-driven sessions to rewire brains and bodies for greater success, well-being, energy and health. I coach you and your team through a scientific-based approach to thriving and being well that has been proven to deliver advantage to individuals, teams, and businesses. I serve online and in person on the Gold Coast, so no matter where you are, you can move from stress, burnout, and exhaustion to energy-focused and inspired flow and optimal performance, all while supporting your mental health and overall well-being. So staying relevant and effective in the modern workplace or the fitness industry, wellness, mental health, well-being isn't something that's just tagged on. It's a culture shift that starts from within, from scientifically proven strategies and education. If you want wellness that works, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email at connect at thehealthcoachapproach.com.au explaining your wellness goals, desires and needs and we can go from there. You can also book in a complimentary phone call and we can chat to see how I can best serve you. Uh, Go to www.thehealthcoachapproach.com.au to find out more and stay updated and receiving wellness tips and tricks on socials at the HCA underscore with Emma. So in this podcast, in this episode, sorry, I'm chatting with Harmony, founder of Harmony Inspired Health. She's an Ayurveda and integrative health practitioner, as well as a registered nurse with 16 years experience. She specializes in gut health, hormones, getting people out of burnout and back into balance. We discuss the incredible science of Ayurveda, so what it is, so no worries if you've never even heard of the term before, we really dive into the definition and its teachings and practices and they really help you create a healthier and happier life. Ayurveda is a key element, a guiding light and a foundational structure to a significant amount of my holistic health and wellness practices um, and lifestyle and knowledge. So there's so much to be learned from this ancient branch of wisdom. So I'm excited to share the basics with you in this episode with Harmony. We dive into a few topics around setting up a good daily routine, healthy habits, and finding out about the doshas. Uh, For me, which when I first learned about this, it was life-changing to understand, and it really helped support and improve and understand my mental and physical health, Um, and I know it will help you too. So enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Health Coach Approach with Emma. Today I've got Harmony with me and I'm so excited to chat with her. Um, I've been a really long fan of Ayurveda and just the practices that it's really, how it's really supported and really transformed my own life. So um, talking to Harmony today, um, just diving into Ayurveda more, but her integrative health approach and just how she really helps and transforms her clients and how she supports them. So welcome to the podcast, Harmony. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. 
Yeah. Um, so let's just start for people that maybe haven't heard of Ayurveda before. Um, can you just maybe just briefly explain what it is and how you got into that? Yeah, sure. So Ayurveda is one of the oldest forms of medicine known to men. And it stems from India and was first documented in the Vedic text 5,000 years ago. So obviously we didn't have textbooks 5,000 years ago. So it was actually written on palm leaves and then mm. later transcribed yeah, into textbooks. In Australia, an Ayurvedic practitioner works similar to a naturopath. However, there are certain principles and theories that are very unique to Ayurveda, including the doshas, which are the three energy types that make up your individual constitution. So our dietary and lifestyle recommendations, herbal medicine, prescriptions and treatments will take um, into account your unique individual constitution. The word Ayurveda itself means the science of knowledge, oh, sorry, the science and knowledge of life and longevity. So that's sort mm. of Ayurveda in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah, amazing. There's so much to go into. Um, we'll talk about the, um, in, um, the doshas later on and we'll get into them because they've been fascinating to learn and how we can really create like unique approaches to our own health and support it in that way. But let's go back a little bit and tell us about you and your story. Um, any health challenges that you kind of faced yourself and how you've overcome them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I am an Ayurveda and integrative medicine practitioner specializing in women's hormonal balances and gut health. And I'm passionate about bridging the gap between modern medicine and natural health. And that's because I have a background in modern medicine as a registered nurse and have worked in areas such as surgical nursing, the operating theatre and the emergency department. I'm still actually currently working as a nurse as well at Australia's leading lifestyle retreat. Mm. So I am extremely grateful that I have become a nurse and I got to experience our medical system, but it was never, I guess, my passion. It was like mm. one of the things mum was like, you know, what are you going to do when you finish school? And I didn't have a lot of options thrown at me. And it was just nursing's, you know, nursing, teaching, you know, those basics. Yeah, of I'm a teacher, so I get exactly <laughs> oh, yeah, what you yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't really know, like, all of the wonderful other things that are out there. And not saying nursing's not wonderful, but it just was never my passion, like my my thing. Your calling, um, yeah. Yeah, my calling. But I'm super, super grateful because that I did it because I feel it's all part of this big plan and it's got me to where I am today. And I, like I said, I'm still working in it, but I also saw a gap between modern treatment, preventative medicine and lifestyle education. Mm. And what I noticed is a lot of um, sick people were often bouncing in and out of the system with no real guidance on how to improve their health at that core level. So I guess I was like, um, yeah, I, I saw this gap where yeah. you could bridge that gap between the sort of natural health, modern medicine and our, um, the allopathic medicine. And mm. I, but I do think at the moment, this time we're in, it's, it's a very choppy, bizarre <laughs> mm -hmm. year that we're living in. And I feel like a lot of doctors and nurses, um, they're getting a bit of slack and I really think that yeah. I should give them a big shout out here too, because they do an amazing job with what they do. Mm. And it's, it's just like my job, you know, as an Ayurvedic practitioner is not to perform surgery and it's not really their job to go in depth with 
nutritional meal planning and lifestyle plans. That's yeah. why I believe it's so important to bridge the gap between modern medicine and natural health so we can really work as a team. Yeah. So that's sort of yeah. Yeah, where my mission is at at the moment. Um, but yeah, the, uh, with my own health issues you asked about is what made me so passionate about women's health is I, you know, was, oh, well, I still am a mum, but, you know, a mother mm. of young kids, my twins are nine now, but I really had that sort of rushing women's syndrome. So I was, you know, teaching yoga, Pilates, working as a nurse, running a business, mm. doing all the things. Um, and yeah, just through that constant sort of, I guess what I don't like the word hustle, but I guess it was yeah. hustle. I really burnt out and I had, you know, great hormonal imbalances and gut health issues, um, that just wasn't getting sorted through that allopathic route. So I really mm. had to take on my own healing journey and Ayurveda was just such a godsend in, in that journey for me. Yeah, yeah, amazing. So much in there. And I say I feel the same as you. I feel like as we get more, um, we progress more, we're really defining the goals of um like alternative complementary medicine isn't to replace it. It really is to complement it and you draw different factors from all these different amazing people that are working in the health space, which includes doctors and surgeons and all that. Like we don't throw that out and all that amazing stuff that it gives us, but yeah, it just feels, as you said, that gap and just allowing and spreading the awareness for people that maybe feel same as you and same as my story, felt a little bit frustrated that I wasn't getting the complete holistic care that I needed um, to be really healthy. So it's so great that you're doing this and I love your attitude towards it. Um, and I just, yeah, it's really refreshing to hear it um, and just bringing us all together because really everyone has the same aim to like support people's health and help them get better. But I guess it would have been frustrating to see those same people come back and not really actually break that cycle. Totally. And and some of them don't want to, to be honest. Yeah. Like some of them just won't, um, you know, they don't want to. <laughs> they just want yeah. to take the yeah. easy, quick fix. And even though it's not like, quote unquote, a fix, like they're happy mm. just with symptom management control and then popping in and out every time they, you know, those symptoms flare up. And like, I wouldn't be happy with that myself. I want life yeah. longevity. I want, you know, to feel that vitality and what we say in um, Ayurveda, that ojas, that yeah, beautiful vitality and be able to live my most inspired life, my best life. So for me, that mm. wouldn't be good enough. But for some people, that's, that they don't seem to, <laughs> to really yeah. care. Maybe they haven't really been on the other side before of really good health, but yeah. they just, they, yeah, they don't want it. So yeah, there has to be those two pathways, I guess. Mm. But if we can slowly educate those people, maybe they will also turn their tune over, you know, their lifespan as well and, and see that there is other ways that they can support their health and they can feel a lot better without having to rebound all of the time. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. So is that what Ayurveda kind of gave you that um, to live that inspired life? And I know that's like kind of your um, business philosophy as well, just living that inspired life. And is that what it kind of gave you and what made you want to study it more? Yeah, totally. Because it's, it's such a, a beautiful health science in its own right. It, it draws on a lot of philosophy, draws mm. on a lot of health science, nature, psychology, spirituality. It just brings everything into this beautiful holistic bubble for us. <laughs> and the, the, the Ayurvedic lifestyle, it's just such a, a nice place and to be. So mm. with, um, 
women in particular and myself, like I just shared my story about, I was just like hustling all the time, just, you know, constantly go, go, go and really burnt myself out. It's a really common phenomena this day and age with women. We're just wearing so many hats and doing so many different things. Um, that we sort of forget to connect back to ourselves and to who mm. we really are and to what good health should feel like and what it is. And also we have sort of separated ourselves from nature, although we are very much part of it, we are nature, we've separated ourselves from that. And Ayurveda mm. really calls us back to ourselves to really tap into our own innate bodies, intelligence, our own wisdom, and also to align ourselves with, with nature and that circadian rhythm. Mm, yeah, amazing. What was like the kind of the symptoms or like those the signs that made you be like, this is not okay, because the same as yourself and a lot of other women, you don't really notice that you're in that hustle and you just kind of keep going, keep going until maybe something quite dramatic happens and you have to stop and like reevaluate or, you know, yeah, it's usually something that happens. So for you, was it like, um, yeah, was it like a cluttered mind or physical body or you said it was your hormones? Oh uh, yeah, it was a bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as it tends to be. <laughs> yeah, I I felt like I wasn't enjoying my time. Like I would be working all the time and hustling hard, and I was not feeling satisfied or fulfilled. And then when I was with the kids, I was just sort of like just tired and not enjoying being with them because I was, you know, not living, you know, my most inspired life. I wasn't full of that fresh vitality and energy I just felt depleted just constantly depleted all of the time mm. and back then I was like relying on caffeine to get through my day as opposed to having and making my own energy like I don't yeah. drink coffee now and it's the best thing I've ever done yeah. but I was you know fluctuating I guess my moods my weight was fluctuating I was feeling really like fluidy and puffy and sort of mm. couldn't I guess it didn't feel like me because I'd never really been like that. And also being a fitness instructor, a yoga teacher, a Pilates instructor, you feel like you're always on show as well, like your, yeah. your figure, your form. And so that was sort of doing my head in a little bit as well. I felt like a fraud mm. because I'm like, what's going on here? And it was just all like that hormonal imbalance going on. Um, and then I was getting things like really bloated. Um, a lot of, you know, if, even now, like if I'm going through periods of, of stress, because we're none of us are immune to that. Yeah. The way my bo body manifests that will be with sort of gut related symptoms. So a lot of bloating, IBS type symptoms. Mm. Um, so, yeah, those kind of things and just brain fog. And I guess just not that overall feeling of not feeling satisfied and wanting to slow down, but not knowing how and just like... Yeah. I guess a sense of confusion and not feeling content. And so in Ayurveda, what we say is that Santosha is, is living in mm. Santosha is that contentment. And that's sort of what I achieve now. That's what I, my goalposts are now. But back then I was just completely lacking that with everything, my health, my lifestyle, all mm. of the things. Yeah. And I think that's just like in society and like our modern kind of times, it's just, it, you know, no one really goes, oh, I just want to be content. Oh, yeah. I just want to feel peaceful. Like we don't talk, we don't say that. So obviously that's not like we're driving to, you know, do all the things and achieve and all that. But yeah, that has an effect on our health and then these things happen. But I love how Ayurveda is such a um, like practical 
um, kind of application to our life and we can really use those daily practices and rituals to support us. So what kinds of things did you start doing? Or um, So you saw an Ayurvedic practitioner, obviously, back then? Yeah, so I saw an Ayurvedic doctor and I mm. started studying Ayurvedic psychology and then I went deeper into like advanced um, Ayurvedic medicine training. Mm. Um, and I guess you you can't implement everything straight up. Like, yeah, you know, and you've also got to appreciate that. Yes, we are living. The fact is we are living in this modern lifestyle. So the way I like to teach it is not to take away from the ancient Ayurvedic wisdom, but like with that sort of modern voice, because I'm speaking to modern women in this lifestyle, this day and age, and even in the Vedic, you know, the ancient Vedic text, the last two pages were, were left unscripted because the the vedic scholars knew that you know there was going to be a new generation of practitioners and there's going to be things that they do not know yet because it's in the Mm. future so they left those pages open for Mm. this this new way of being which i think is really beautiful as well yeah for me where i sort of started was just tweaking my lifestyle and making sure i had like this nice sort of morning routine because that settles what we call like our vata dosha so our central nervous system and it's just it's very simple and and quick but it's just about sort of being able to just be in the moment the first time that you open your eyes and wake up and invite the day in um i was all i had always practiced yoga and i was already like a yoga teacher and all those things. So really embodying, embodying that practice even more so, mm. but moving my body in other ways. And then really looking at like an Ayurvedic um, diet and eating for my own mind body type as well. Mm. All right. Let's, let's get into the doshas if you don't, if you don't mind. So <laughs> when you're just, so when people, when we're talking about, you know, eating for my mind body type, so they kind of know what we're talking about. Can you give a little brief overview of each one? Yeah, sure. So the doshas are a concept to explain the energies that govern the mind and the body of an individual. Our prakruti dosha is the one that we were born with and our vikruti dosha is the current doshic state. So if you ever do like a dosha quiz online, you're looking at your vikruti because that is the state of imbalance that you're in at the moment. Mm. All of the doshas can be found in everybody. However, we all have a different proportion of the doshas within us at any given time. So even though there's, you know, three different doshas, we all have a very unique mixture of those. So it's like your doshic fingerprint. Mm. Three doshas are vata, pitta and kapha. And each of the doshas are made up of two of the elements. So I guess that's probably going a little bit more in depth, but if we can just look at the overall, I guess, um, concept of the Vata dosha, it is the dosha of movement and Pitta is the dosha of transformation and Kapha is the dosha of substance and stability. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So when I found out for me, when I found out that I was um, Vata imbalanced, Everything made so much sense because, as you said, vata is movement um, and it's the air element. Just correct me if I'm wrong for any of these things. But um, Mm -hmm. so I was getting constipation. I was Mm. getting anxiety. um, I couldn't like sleep very well. And I just my nervous system was like the shot. So all of these things that were happening, whether they were like mental, emotional um, or physical, 
just related to that vinyl imbalance and it made so much sense to me. I like felt so much relief because I could really be like, it just gave a much better understanding of what was happening um, and why I was, yeah, dealing with these things that I was dealing. And then it did give that answer to what qualities to bring in. I needed that kapha, kapha? Um, the grounding, that substance, the warming, and those little changes just crazy how much of a difference it makes like to your life and how you are um with these things that we think maybe like oh i'm just an anxious person like that's just i'm just constipated that's just going to be me like it doesn't have to be like that um Mm. and it can really change and you can manage um those imbalances when they happen yeah absolutely and yeah you're you're correct the vata dosha is made up of the air and the ether elements and pitta is fire and water and kapha is water and earth. And I think the other thing with the doshas is, like you said, like you had constipation and some anxiety and a lot of things going on. And we can sometimes really personalize those things to say that mm. we are these things. But when we can say, oh, our dosha is out of balance, the vata dosha is really like dominant at the moment. It kind of depersonalizes those symptoms and just makes it like, you know, this dosha is imbalanced. It's not, it's not who we are. We don't have to own that sort of, I guess, diagnosis as who mm. we are. Mm, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I do have a little bit of pitter as well, which I can see yeah. when that, because I, um, for a while there, I was getting like acid reflux. So I just said it's like fiery and all of those symptoms. And I was like, I know that that's pitter. So I need to do some of these cooling things because is it the, the opposite? Like you treat with the opposite? Yeah. yeah. So one of the founding principles of Ayurveda is like attracts like and opposites decrease each other. So when you're going to like diagnose or um, bring in treatments for people, it's, you know, like attracts like. So more heat on heat is going to create more fire, whereas opposites mm. decrease each other. And to be honest with the, um, like I run a, an accredited program called Ayurveda Alchemist, which um, certifies you as an Ayurveda lifestyle and wellness coach. And mm. when we get to, I always teach the elements before the doshas because people can become very attached to their dosha as well. So mm. they're like, oh, I'm so vital and this is going on, but they, they ignore the elements and the elements are the, the founding truth of what those doshas are. Yeah. And so people can get very uh, confused, I guess, if they, think that they're vata and they have some kapha elements or kapha illnesses that are going on and they get Mm. very attached to what dosha they should be as opposed to what's going on so i love to really teach the elements and it's a perfect way to bring in that like attracts like and opposites decrease each other because then we can really work with the elements to get that optimal health and well-being yeah so cool so um how do you test what um how can you find out what dosha you are well, I actually have a quiz. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah, so you can head to my website, harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au. Or if you want a lot, obviously, a more in depth, real, like, because the quizzes are great, they're a lot of fun, and you get to find out, I guess, your Vikruti usually at that time. But yeah. it, you know, it's, it's more a bit of fun and awareness, to be honest, if you want sort of that really in-depth look at all of the symptoms and all of the things you've got going on, you would come in for a dosha analysis and have like an initial consultation with your Ayurvedic practitioner. 
Mm, yeah, I've done many quizzes. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I love it, but I love also the side of it, like the positive side as well, like finding out about more who you are, I guess, and to live that inspired, like healthy vitality um, life that we, you know, we really do desire to live. So um, those qualities, do you want to explain? Because I know for me, for Vada, how it's like that creativity side and passion, and yeah. um, that passion. Yeah, sure. So a Vata, someone who is more Vata in nature, um, they love to move. So <laughs> even myself, like here, yeah, I know we're on a podcast, but I'm talking with my hands all the time. I love that movement. Um, they usually love a lot of adventure, love to travel, even though a lot of movement up in the air, especially flying, can increase dramatically the Vata Dosha because you're in the ether, right? You're in, mm. in the elements of Vata as well. But they love that freedom. Um, so they would have found the, the lockdowns, you know, that we've recently been experiencing or have over the last few years, very restrictive and very challenging for them. Mm. And as we spoke about, the doshas for Vata is the air and ether. And just like nature, they, they tend to be light and usually like either a thin body frame or um, very uh, like small structured. Mm. They can be very quick with their thoughts and their movement. They can be very um, erratic, like, like the wind. But when they're in that balance, is me. <laughs> that's you, very erratic. Yeah, lots of ideas. So, as like a from an entrepreneurial sort of viewpoint, Avada has mm. all the fantastic ideas, but then trying to actually ground one and cement one down is a little mm. bit more challenging. Uh, when they're in balance, they're very creative. Uh, they're full of life and very enthusiastic. They love to talk and people are really drawn to their friendly and energetic nature. But when a Vata is out of balance, they tend to suffer with anxiety, insomnia, digestive upsets like IBS and dry skin. And they mm. often need a lot more grounding elements to bring them back to their sort of balanced, more balanced state. Mm. Pitta, um, they tend to have more of that sort of muscular defined physique. They have really sharp minds and are full of determination and they have a very strong spirit. And as we mentioned, the elements that make up that dosha are fire and water. When they're in balance, they're very warm intellectual people with really great leadership skills. They are very passionate, very courageous. They're very driven. They like a bit of a schedule, so they're very, very organized. When Pitta becomes out of balance, they can become very irritable. So they get that, that fire flares up in them and they can sometimes display aggressive behaviors. Their pitta can manifest in physical symptoms, like you mentioned, the acid reflux, the heartburn, and also like acne. So anything sort of to do with like oily skin, acne skin is a pitta imbalance, whereas dryness is more vata. And they often will need a lot more cooling elements and food when they're out of balance. So even just going out in nature in the fresh, cool air is really beautiful for pitta, any sort of if it's warm, you know, water activities, but making sure that you're sitting in the shade, all of those type of things. Um, and a kapha, they, they tend to be very grounded, calm and really solid. They uh, make really beautiful friends. Everyone loves a kapha friend because they're those people you can always talk to. They're always that shoulder to, to cry on type person. Mm-hmm. And their elements are earth and water. When they're in balance, they are calm, they're nurturing, they're very loving, they're loyal, 
and very supportive, really good listeners, but they can take on, you know, those problems themselves. So they can get a little bit too deep into other people's problems. When they're out of balance, they can become very lethargic and slow, which can cause a lot of weight gain. They can show resistance to healthy change and rely on comfort food. And they often need a little fire to get them moving and transfor uh, transforming or fresh air elements to make them feel a little bit more light and spacious. Mm, amazing. I don't know if people listening, but I'm just like, as you're saying these things, like different people in my life are coming to mind mm. and I'm just realizing how they fit in those qualities and um, yeah, how we all kind of interact and why we are, how we are. So it's so, so interesting. And so with that, um, if someone comes to you with an imbalance, what kind of, so you do diet recommendations, like what kind of things do you um, give for that person? Yeah, so we do a whole, we look at their lifestyle. So we look at their dinner charia, which is their daily routine and mm. just see what we can do there. Just some slight changes to get them back into a more balanced state. We'll also look at their diet and their food triggers to see if that could be causing any of their imbalance um, and uh, Ayurvedic herbs and herbal medicines as well to be able to treat the dosha. Um, but because I integrate a lot of other sort of um medicines into my practice so i will do like hormone balancing gut health i do functional lab tests and all of that mm. and i look at all of all of those things to prescribe the right treatments and the right herbs and everything for each individual yeah i guess you probably see a lot of um a lot of different people but what's like the main kind of issues that you find people are coming coming to you with the main issues, to be honest, is I would say, even though they don't realize they're coming with this, but I would say burnout. So mm. people come with these hormonal imbalances, but it, a lot of them have come through that imbalance from the stress to sex hormones. So they've come through like this really depleted burnt out stage and mm. we might call it adrenal fatigue. You may have heard of that sort of terminology used or the, the more accurate term would be HPA access dysregulation. Mm. So a lot of women come in with, I guess in like the most easiest term to call it burnout, but they don't actually yeah. know that's what's going on. So a lot of the time they're like, Oh, my hormonal, you know, I've got a hormonal imbalance, not really sure what it is. And then we get to have the initial consultation and it's sort of drive from a lot of, yeah, burnout. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, I see a lot of like gut health issues and something I've been seeing a lot of lately is SIBO. So small intestine bacterial overgrowth, which oh, is something yeah. I go through myself. <laughs> so it's mm. quite an interest of mine as well. Um, they're kind of the main things that I that I see. But yeah, all different hormonal conditions um, mm. like amenorrhea, um, yeah, HPA access dysfunction, often like thyroid issues, all different things. But when we really peel it back it comes from, you know, just a, a long period of, of stress and anxiety and mm. complete burnout really. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, um, I feel as well. It can, that can be the root of it. You know, it's all like digestive. I had the horrendous, um, digestive issues, like from when I was a kid, but really got bad when I was at university and I was super stressed, <laughs> but I thought it was all these other things, but uh, once I started working with the nervous system and having mm. those relaxing strategies, but also 
changing my lifestyle habits to support um, just stress management. Mm. It was a game changer. And um, yeah, I guess we don't really realize it until it's like a bigger issue or a bigger symptom that's coming um, until we kind of nip it in the butt really before it gets too bad. But what would you say something like some simple Ayurvedic um, kind of practices we could do to support our stress? Yeah, so the vata governs the central nervous system. So that's sort of like your stress response. And one of the main things to pacify vata is dinacharya, which is daily routine. So mm. having a nice routine set out for yourself because your body then it's not guessing all the time. It's not in that sort of flight response, like what's going on here, what's going on there. You wake up and you have like this grounding routine. And like I said, it doesn't have to be long. Like I wake up, I wash my face, I scrape my tongue. I'll like take five conscious breaths with does not take long at all. And then I will boil the kettle, have a tea, and then I go into some form of movement, whether that be like yoga, Pilates, walking, or it could be strength training, it could be hit, it could be boxing, like whatever my routine is for mm. that morning. And then come home and have a really nutritious breakfast. So that's sort of just my morning routine. And then I do my meditations in the evening. So I like to sort of do a bit of a brain dump and meditation in the evening just so I can, I guess, wash off the day and just start fresh in the morning. So it's just finding something that, you know, a routine that you can do that allows your body to wake up and understand what the whole day is about and to align yourself with the, the natural rhythm of nature. So when the sun, I wake up around the sunrise time and always have my biggest meal in the middle of the day, which is your lunch, where your agni, your digestive fire is the strongest, and then wind down and do lighter activities in the evening. Um, the other thing that I would always suggest is what I do myself is micro meditations. Mm -hmm. So I have, um, you know, like I have a business, obviously, so I might be seeing clients. I'm also studying a master's in applied science for acupuncture. So sometimes I'll be studying and then you have like kids and all different things going on. So if I'm chopping and changing between different activities, I'll always reset my nervous system by doing like literally a micro. So I'm talking like a two minute mm. <laughs> stop and breathe or two minute meditation. And it just completely sort of resets the nervous system. So you don't feel like you're flighting in and out of one activity to the next. Mm. And also regular meal times is really important for the body as well. So our body is really intelligent in the way that it creates its digestive enzymes but if we are eating at erratic times all of the time it doesn't have that natural biorhythm to create those enzymes at those appropriate times and that's when you can get a lot of digestive issue issues reflux issues all of those type of things mm. and also i guess my last one would be just to really get to know yourself because we are all different and we we all respond to different types of medicines and different types of routines and different types of food. So just take this journey with yourself and be gentle and be soft, but really sort of get to know yourself on that deeper level. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I guess, cause we're always changing as well. And our like life situation is going to change. Like maybe, you know, then you've got kids. So now you're going to need to alter that routine um, mm -hmm. and always keep checking back in and see how you're traveling. Um, especially with like COVID and things like this, making that time for the routine. And that was a real big game changer for me personally. Um, Cause I always 
you know, in my like early twenties, I was traveling the world and I was jumping from country to country and doing all these different like trainings and meeting all these people. And I loved it being Vada. I was like thriving off the adventure and excitement and that I would like burn out big time. But once I started being and reading more about Ayurveda and realizing how beautiful routine is and how wonderful it actually is and how much freedom it gives us in itself um, and how nourishing it is. I kind of changed my mindset around it and just really brought in practices that I loved. First of all, like I actually enjoyed, wasn't like, oh, I have to do this. Um, yeah. So my morning routine, similar to yours, like I oil pool, which um, using coconut oil and dry brush, but I, usually use the same song um that i just listen to and it's like a really calming like mantra song and i just look forward to that so much um and yeah as you said body kind of gets used to it knows what's coming and if we do have something you know come up during our day our body's like okay i've got this i'm not all over the place already i'm set i'm stress resilient ready to kind of take on whatever's happening without you know we're already at our lowest battery level <laughs> we're like fully charged and we can continue on um yeah it's just it's so so interesting um and you do lymphatic like drain massage and different kind of body therapies as well too right yeah 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 and and the yoga yeah yeah teach yoga and pilates i've actually um well i'm still teaching up uh, at Gwingana lifestyle retreat but i have let go recently of all my permanent sort of community classes but I still offer um one-to-one -one classes as well yeah yeah so really exciting about the um Ayurvedic like your practitioner course that you can do mm -hmm. so can you tell us a little bit about that like how long it is and yeah, yeah. so Ayurveda Alchemist it's a six-month program and we're almost finished up with uh this year's cohort which has been absolutely amazing like all of the women in the group have just really connected and created like the most beautiful friendships and mm. it's just been yeah awesome to watch even in our private facebook group like they're all jumping on their live even like people have never done lives before just to check in so mm. it's really beautiful it's much sort of grown beyond just the program like there's a lot of you get certified at the end to become an Ayurveda lifestyle and wellness coach but um it's so much personal development that you get out of it for yourself so even if you know coaching wasn't in your sort of train of thought of wanting to do it as a career it's just such a beautiful program for personal growth and development as well we have guest speakers that come in so this year we had like one of australian's top um, business consultants come in and talk to us about the foundations of business we had a beautiful mm. breathwork teacher come in talking to us um, and she also works with limiting core beliefs so we went really deep into that um, had a branding alchemist come in and talk about personal branding so a lot of we do all obviously the Ayurvedic elements all at the start of the program, but the last few modules are all about building your own soulful business. So we do. Mm. Yeah. So it's not you don't just get that sort of certificate and then you're off on your own and you don't know where to start. We really help you build a business from it. Um, yeah. So it's just a beautiful program goes to six months. Um, the next cohort will be starting next year in 2022 and that will start uh i think the end of april april mm. or last week of may i haven't yeah 
solidified those dates, but I'm working on that <laughs> in mm-hmm. the next week or so. Um, yeah. And if you're interested, you can always reach out or we can set up a call so we can have a chat and I can let um, the listeners know a lot more about it. And I do have a wait list at the moment, which is exciting. And if yeah. you want to get on that, you'll be the first to know. Obviously, I can only take a, a small, well, not a small, yeah, a small group of people through because I um, I do all the assignment marking and I really n- nurture them through the whole program. I'm always in the group giving the information. I'm always like showing up live in that, but I'm also obviously, you know, run the whole program and do all the lectures. Mm-hmm. So I want to make it a really beautiful personal experience. So I can mm-hmm. only really take, you know, 10 people through the program at a time just so that I know that they're getting the best um, investment out of it. And so mm. am I, when it comes to having like marking all of the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. 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 Oh, and that's online, isn't it? So it doesn't matter where someone lives. Yeah. Yeah. I've got yeah. people um, overseas doing it. Yeah. All over and all over Australia. Yeah. Which yeah. Awesome. So good. I'm just, I personally like, just am so excited that there's more Ayurveda coming out there and like yeah. these trainings just for, as you said, like people for themselves mm. learn so much just for you. But then if you can, you know, share that and help other people as well, um, that's, you know, just yeah. such a good benefit to it. So that's amazing that you're doing that. What other offerings do you have if people want to work with you? Yeah. So I've actually got three arms to my business. So <laughs> three harmony, arms, not just two, okay. not just two. I got three. <laughs> the Harmony Inspired Health is like the overarching sort of um, banner of my business, but I have the women's health clinic. So my Harmony Inspired Ayurveda and Integrative Health Clinic. And that's where I see clients one-to-one um, for women's hormonal Uh, imbalances or gut health or stress burnout those type of things and within that we can book in for initial consultations I also have a three-month thrive program so if you have more chronic uh, hormonal conditions or gut health issues it's best to jump on the three-month program and that also includes an online course by women's health know thyself which talks Mm -hmm. all about hormones and healthy weight management and all of those things Um, And I also specialize in Ayurvedic cleansers. So I do a 14 day one-to-one cleanse with you, which is awesome. Get wonderful results with that. And that um, cleanse, if you are in person, will include like the Ayurvedic lymphatic drainage massage as well. If you are online, we do a limiting core belief session because that can really, Mm. um, you know, we have these yeah, limiting core beliefs that can really hinder our healing journey. And if we don't sort of investigate those, then our healing just doesn't take place as as good or as fast as it could. So that's my women's health clinic. And then my other arm to the business is the Ayurveda Alchemist, my accredited program, which I just spoke about. And then finally, on the other arm, I do um, business coaching for women in the health and wellness space as well, um, mentorships in that. Oh, amazing. If you can stay balanced and still have energy whilst running all these three amazing things, that's just, um, yeah, (laughs) you're credit to yourself (laughs) and obviously put all your practices in there. And yeah, it's so great. The cleanse, I've done a two 21 day Ayurvedic cleanses and I think they were so great. I would love to do one, you know, quite regularly. Um, 
you know, just have that as part of, you know, just part of the health, my like health practices that I do. So yeah, if you're thinking about Ayurvedic cleanse, that's amazing. And the limiting beliefs is just such a big part of health that we don't really even think about, you know, think about diet and all of that, but we can nail those limiting beliefs or uncover them. That's where the biggest transformations happen and the ones that actually stick and actually permanently change and we don't go back into those old habits. So that's a really interesting and quite unique thing I think that you you provide for people thank you yeah oh, so exciting um thank you so much um for all of this just knowledge and just sharing um your personal story as well because I feel like a lot of women and men as well just go through these same challenges and it can be really frustrating um and can be really I don't know you can feel quite hopeless at some points but just knowing that there is things out there and it can change and you can really thrive and you don't have to live with burnout. You don't have to live with this adrenal fatigue. Um, it's just, is so great just to become aware of and spread that knowledge. So thank you so much, Harmony. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I love your energy too. I love all what you're doing and sharing your sunshine with the world as well. You do have a really beautiful energy. You definitely have a lot of Vata going on as well, which is fun. I love. <laughs> My Vata is in balance at, is balanced at the moment. So I'm feeling good, but calm, yeah. but excited. So <laughs> love it. <laughs> So I hope this episode helped to bring some basics and the benefits of what Ayurveda can bring to you and your life and to the people in your life. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general, make sure to rate, subscribe and review. I really appreciate your time and your energy uh, together with me and Harmony for this episode. Uh, so until next time, stay well, look after yourself and each other. Bye for now.